I read Elsewhere by Gabrielle Zevin in middle school, and I still think about it today. Note, this post will contain spoilers because I am reminiscing about how much I loved this book. But this book is from 2005, so if you have not read it, get on it. Thank you. <laughs> Elsewhere by Gabrielle Zevin is a YA novel that imagines what the afterlife is like. As a middle schooler, I'm not sure I even questioned what happened after a person dies. I took it as a fact that there was a heaven, so I didn't pick up this book because I wanted to imagine the possibility of the afterlife. I picked it up because my English teacher recommended it to me. While I looked at the classroom's mini library of books we could borrow and return. She said it was really good. Her eyes widened and her voice was earnest. She gained more energy while simply recommending the book to me. I checked the book out of the class's mini library because I knew the teacher truly meant her recommendation. This is important to mention because since I was scared of authority and thus teachers, I could imagine a scenario where I would pick out the book because a teacher told me to do it. But I knew she really meant it when she said she thought that book was really good. I probably read the book several times. I know I had read certain paragraphs and sentences several times because I was floored by the detail that the words gave. I remember the world building being phenomenal. The small details of this fictitious world truly drew me in. There are details of the book I still remember, such as the captain of the ship that Liz had to take to get to the afterlife of elsewhere. The captain was a child who had his shoes marked L and R to remember which shoe went on which foot. <laughs> that odd detail drew me in and made me want to continue to read, for why would a toddler <laughs> be manning a cruise ship? I remember the reincarnation element of this world and how I admired its mechanics. In the land of elsewhere, people age backwards from the age they die until they are seven days old. Then they are swaddled tightly in fabric that can weather water and a long journey and are placed into the river that goes back to Earth. I remember feeling like that version of reincarnation was extraordinary. It was unique. It was creative because throughout the book, I saw Liz and Owen regressing while also blooming in their romantic relationship together. Did Owen have glasses? I feel like he should have had glasses. <laughs> now, the ending. I wonder if Miss Zevin would know how much my heart would shatter at the last few pages of this book. I wonder if this ending created and strengthened a neuron in my brain that told my brain, you will now cry at situations of faded love, unrequited love, love that disappears due to circumstances outside of either party's control. I wonder if that's why I avoided rom-coms as a teen, or I was trying to not be like other girls. Liz is now seven days old, 
it is her turn to float down the river and become reincarnated. Owen, now a small child, is sitting at the beach. He struggled to read his book. The words were harder to read now. They lost meaning to his regressing young mind. From what I remember, that detail was in the beginning of the last chapter. I remember I gasped. I was confused. Oh no, he forgot to read? An adult was with Owen. She was a supporting character throughout the book, but her name escapes me. She asked Owen, do you know who that is? And he needed a minute to remember that it was Liz. And that devastated me. He did not remember Liz when they had spent years together in love, bettering each other's lives. He was blissfully unaware. He probably called her Lizzie or some other cute name that a small child would give to a person. Liz floated down the river with the other babies into the horizon. Owen stayed at the beach, probably not aware that the love of his life was literally floating away. Elsewhere was a significant moment in my timeline of loving books. Seven's writing was sweet. It was tender. After I read that book, I held it gingerly to my chest. I wanted to hug Liz. I wanted to tell Owen that it would be all right. I wanted to tell that toddler ship captain that maybe he should retire because I was concerned for the passengers in that ship. I admired how Zevin carefully crafted her words to create an entire world that was tucked between two paperback covers. Elsewhere was a significant memory in my hobby of reading books. That book demonstrated how precious books can be, how much magic that words can have. I know this novel received several awards as it rightly deserved, and I hope through those accolades that Gabrielle Zevin knows how much this book positively impacted who knows how many children and adults, including this child who turned into an adult and is still talking about it today. Thank you elsewhere for showing me how precious reading can be. Yes, I will read it again. <laughs> I want to. I want to see how I respond to it now as an adult rather than a child. What nuances will I see now that I did not notice before? What themes and metaphors did I miss or not fully appreciate? It will take courage to start again because I know I will cry again, but I know it will bring nostalgia and it will make my heart all warm and fuzzy. So I look forward to reading it again and writing about that experience. What book do you still think about now after days, weeks, or years have passed? Let me know. <laughs>